Hey everyone, it's PJ here, and this is Daily Podcast uh, number 5. I want to spend some time talking to you about prayer today. Uh, for some of you this could be a refresher, for some of you this might be new, but uh, I do want to share with you uh, really quickly just how we can be praying during this time. Uh, if you look at Matthew chapter 6, uh, there's a very well-known passage there where Jesus teaches us the Lord's Prayer. Now the context of that Right before he introduces the Lord's Prayer, he says this. When you pray, uh, don't be like this, this group of people who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and the street corners that they may be seen by others. So, in other words, there's a lot of value, actually, to praying in your home when you're unseen. And that's actually very encouraging considering the situation we're in right now, right? Um, A lot of us can be praying right now, and it will be unseen. And uh, and Jesus says, there's reward to that, because those who pray to be seen, their reward is pretty much nil. Um, but when we go into our room, shut our door, pray to our Father in secret, uh, the Father who sees in secret will reward you. And so that's, a, that's the premise of that, the setting of the prayer. And then... Um, He says this very important thing in verse 9. Pray then like this. Pray like this. He did not say pray this. Pray like this. And the difference between the two, the reason why I'm emphasizing that is because he is giving us in the Lord's Prayer a model for prayer. That we are to pray in such a way uh, that we are to model all of our prayers after the structure of the Lord's Prayer. We're simply not to repeat after the Lord's Prayer verbatim, although that is very helpful and it reminds us of the central things we should be praying for. But what Jesus really taught us is to use the Lord's Prayer as a model to pray like it. And it begins this way. Our Father in Heaven. What does it mean to pray like that? Well, it means you pray like you have a Heavenly Father and you are a child of God. And just putting yourself in that position and just having that posture as a child of God, just reminding yourself you are not independent of Him, but totally, completely dependent and relying on Him. And that He cares for you. Are you resting in that? God's invitation to prayer, Jesus' invitation to prayer, uh, begins there. begins with a place of rest. And also begins with a place of freedom. Because when it comes to children and their parents, man, they can, they can cry out so freely for anything. Um, there's freedom of access. There's freedom of communication. Um, they can just simply emote, vent, cry out, ask share, or just be. Uh, it, it opens up the rest of your prayer uh, when you have that simple posture of our Father in Heaven. And then, and then it goes on to say, Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. To hallow something is to elevate it beyond all things. Is to say, it is the most precious, the most treasure thing in my life. To, to hallow it means to value it above all things in my life, and that ought to be in our lives. 
God's name, who he is, his character, his personhood, his very self and being. And God is reminding us to hone in on that, reminding us to fix our eyes on him and realize that at his right hand are pleasures forevermore, that our truest delight is in the Lord and not his gifts, to hallow his name. And to look forward to how our lives then can be to be an instrument to that end. Not only do I want to hallow God's name, I want others to see my life and for them to be able to hallow His name as well. What would that look like if I were to hallow His name, elevate God's name, cherish His name and who He is in my life today? And then it gets a bit more specific. It prays, your kingdom come, your will be done. You know, that is such a profoundly formative prayer for us because every single morning when we wake up and when I wake up, our default mode is my kingdom come and my will be done. What will I accomplish today for myself? How will I build for myself a more uh, pleasurable, comfortable, suitable life for me. And we forget God's kingdom agenda, why God placed us here on earth, and where He is leading us to, what He is ultimately trying to accomplish at this point in history, that you know that you are here, red dot in that map in the mall. We forget where that, where that dot is, and we're aimless. We just start getting busy, we start feeling confused about what the point of it all is. But this prayer, it again centers us on who God is and especially who Jesus is because Jesus comes to us as the Messiah King, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Anointed One who's fulfilling the Kingdom of David, uh, the everlasting Kingdom that no human king could ever fulfill, uh, no human king could ever sustain. He has come to establish that um, through his life, death, and resurrection, and ultimately through his second coming. And as we live in that in-between uh, phase of already, not yet, uh, as we live in that phase where Christ had already lived, died, resurrected, but not yet returned, our prayer and our, our lives ought to be an endeavor to make this currently invisible kingdom more and more visible here on earth until our prayer is finally and fully answered when he does return, as it says in Revelation 21, when he does return to, to bring about the new heavens and new earth. And until then, we are to live by his word and his will. Uh, we are to seek out what he, what his good, pleasing, and perfect will is through uh, the study of his word. So that's what it means to pray: Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, in my life uh, as it is in heaven. And I want to just take you to one more step before I close, um, and then we'll cover the rest uh, perhaps in the, in the in the next podcast. And that is this very important part of the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Uh, 
in so many ways, this teaches us to pray for our daily sustenance. It teaches us to pray for contentment. It teaches us to pray for a constant reliance on God, that we will not forget Him because of our riches, or that we would, or that we would come to distrust Him because of a lacking. But to trust that, as He clothes the lilies, as He feeds the birds in the in the in the air, uh, He will give us our daily. Daily bread. Now, there's something here that often goes um, unnoticed, and that is the word "us." Actually, the whole prayer, the whole Lord's prayer, is is in the plural, right? Our Father, uh, us. This they are daily bread. So think about that. Who is us? Who is us? It's all. It's all the children of God. The prayer, in other words, is designed so that we would be considered of not only my needs but the needs of my brothers and sisters in Christ. And wow, what a prayer to be praying right now and considering right now. We are to be thinking about not only my own needs but the needs of my brothers and sisters. And this is huge right now. This is so needed. Um, if you think about the early church. Remember, it says that they were together and had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. They were living this life of radical generosity with one another, and that is said led other people、uh, to look upon them with great favor and and led them to glorify God. And so, this is something that. I think is just an extension of this prayerfulness of give us, not give me, but give us our daily bread. And so I hope we can begin to pray that and begin to exercise that, especially during this season,、uh, as as Paul encourages us in Galatians chapter six verse ten. As we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Especially to those who are of the household of faith, as we have opportunity, and so, as your、uh, exercise today, I want to really encourage you to consider、uh, what will be your opportunity. How might you、uh, do good、uh, to those who are of your household of faith, to your brothers and sisters in Christ,、uh, your NCAEM family members, who might be in need, who might be. Who might have certain practical needs that you can meet? Who might have certain emotional needs that you can meet? Who might have spiritual needs、uh, that you can meet? Consider that, and and go about meeting those needs. And I do want to share a couple ideas with you.、Uh, consider putting aside some of the essential supplies. You know, if you. We're fortunate enough to buy enough,、uh, buy extra toilet paper, wipes, disinfectants,、uh, other essential things. Consider donating ten percent of that to、uh, someone in your in our community who might be in greater need of that, and who might be more vulnerable if they were to go out and purchase those things on their own, and or even just to offer them by saying, you know, if they're not able to travel, if you're not able to travel right now,、uh, hey. I'm I'm holding on to some items for you. If you need, let me know. That that would be a, a gener very generous offer. 
Do you know somebody who's living alone and might feel like they are being even more isolated than the average person is today? Uh, perhaps a 10-15 minute FaceTime call can really help them feel connected and loved. And if financially somebody is in trouble, um, you can send them a delivery meal. Um, just to lighten their burden slightly, just send them a, send them a pizza, send them a delivery of uh, fast food, um, just as a sign of encouragement, say, I'm praying for you, and I want to treat you this meal. And you can continue to practice social distancing and, and also practice generosity as well. Keep your interaction with your small group, with your community group going virtually. Uh, as we meet through Zoom, um, this is going to be so important in uh, encouraging one another to stay engaged spiritually, to stay informed about how we're doing, how we can be praying for one another. So please join us um, this Friday as we gather for Zoom meeting at Friday night. And of course, uh, the pastors are available to, to, to speak with you or to FaceTime with you one-on-one -on -one if, if you need as well. Uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, I would like to close our time with prayer, uh, especially just using the model of the Lord's Prayer that we talked about earlier, at least the, the first half of it. And uh, I want to model it for you. I want to encourage you to continue to pray in this manner. And, and tomorrow we'll talk about the second half of the Lord's Prayer. So I'll read uh, the, the line in the, uh, the Lord's Prayer and then uh, just just top of my head um, uh, how I like to pray according to how Jesus had taught us to pray. So let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. God, I confess to you that I too often forget that you are my Heavenly Father and I am your child. And because I feel like we are not as close as we can be or you are not as loving towards me as, as you are, I have to somehow earn your love. I have to somehow perform my way into your favor but that's not the truth, and I need this reminder once again, God, that you are my Heavenly Father who cares deeply for me. Help me to hang on to that today. If I don't remember anything else, just help me to hang on to that truth that you are my Heavenly Father. And draw me closer to who you are. Help me to hallow your name. I'm, you know, I'm prone to hallow my own name, elevate my own name, but there's no glory there, there's no joy in that, there's no peace in that. Help me to seek after your name, how I may delight in who you are, and to spread your fame, to make your name known, your goodness known to those around me. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, would you help my day, my agenda, my work, 
uh, all that I do to align with what you're doing for the sake of your kingdom and your righteousness. Help me to discern what your will is as I read your read your word, as I just even sit in silence and wait for you to speak back to me as I meditate on your word. Um, just knowing that I'm here for your mission. I'm here for your call, not the other way around. So help me to put on this lens, this kingdom lens, throughout today and serve you and your purpose, Father. And help me to see how I may be a part of making your kingdom more visible here on earth, even in during this time, spreading your righteousness, making your kingdom visible to my neighbors, to my family members, to my church, to my community. Use me, Lord. Give us this day our daily bread. Father, I just confess to you that I am so filled with anxiety about tomorrow. I am fearful for all the uncertainties ahead of me. But would you remind me that all I have is what I need because I have you and you are all I need. You know my needs better than I know myself and you promise to to care for me and provide for me better than the lilies in the field and the birds in the air. But I struggle to believe that, Lord. I I still think I am out to only, I'm I'm the only one out to provide for myself. I'm I'm all alone in this world. Um to to feed myself, to put money in my account, um, to protect myself and my family. God, I so easily forget that you are the one who daily provides all that I need. That every breath I breathe, every cell in my body functioning, it's it's because of you. You're the giver of life, and our lives are in your hands. Um, we're at your mercy. We are under your care. We're in, under your control. Help us to remember that and actually find rest in that. And know that every moment you give us is a gift. Every hour you give us is a gift. Every day you give us is a gift. So thank you, Lord, for your gift of daily bread. And most of all, the gift of your Son, our eternal bread, who will forever satisfy us. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Everyone, I am praying for you. Uh, I hope you will continue to pray for everyone else and continue to encourage one another, continue to live the life of generosity during this time. I hope to see you at the community group meeting. I'll talk to you soon.